So Mark chapter 7, starting with verse 9. It's like a part two of Adventures in Missing the Point. If you want part one, you can listen to our podcast from yesterday. (laughs) Just saying. Verse 9, And he said to them, You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his mother, his father or mother, whatever help you might otherwise have received from me is korban, that is, a gift devoted to God, then you no longer let him do anything for his father or mother. Thus you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down. And you do many things like that. Again, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen to me, everyone, and understand this. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean. By going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. After he had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples asked him about this parable. Are you so dull? He asked. Don't you see that nothing that enters a man from the outside can make him unclean? For it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach and then out of his body. And saying this, Jesus declared all foods clean. He went on. What comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. For from within, out of a man's heart, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and make a man unclean. All right. Um, So a lot of talk about being clean and unclean. We started talking about that yesterday. Um, I'll do a little bit of a a catch-up for those of you in the room. So we've got... The Jewish system, the religious system is built on like being able to approach um, God in absolute purity. And so you see this in the sacrifices. When they bring a sacrifice to God, it can't have a blemish on it. So if it's a lamb, it can't have a defect. It can't be spotted. It can't have a hoof that's broken. I mean, like it has to be perfect. Um, And so there are all of these um, Levitical laws that you can read in the book of Leviticus Um, that actually will tell you what it is that makes someone clean or unclean. There are all of these laws and things that they have to do. Um, And in order to make sure that they kept all of those, all these other people um, over like about a thousand years made a bunch of other laws to make sure that they didn't come close to breaking those laws. They're called fences. So what they did, the phrase is they put a fence around Torah. So around the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, called Torah, are kind of like hold all of the laws. And to make sure they didn't break any of them, they made a whole bunch of other laws around them. So they've got like a buffer. Um, and what Jesus is going after is to say, like, you've, you've missed the point of what all of it was about. He's like, the point of it was the Shema, which is Deuteronomy chapter 6, which is love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. The point of the, all the laws was to help you do that. Um, it wasn't about keeping the law. That was never the point. Like, it's not that you don't want to keep the law, but the point of keeping the laws was that they would help you love God. And you have just completely missed the point of all of it. So now you're so obsessed with the law that you think as long as you keep the law, it doesn't even matter if you love God or your neighbor. And so you've missed the whole thing altogether. So that's where, I mean, he says this, you have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength in order to observe your own traditions. Um, so he gives, it, he gives it like a really powerful example of this. Um, he says, for Moses said, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father and mother must be put to death. 
But you say that if a man says to his father or mother, whatever help you might otherwise receive from me is korban. That is, it's a gift devoted to God. What it is that he's saying is, like, what you've essentially done is you have said there are only two things that the law talks about as it relates to your father and mother. Honor them, so do the things that they tell you to do. Um, And two, like, if anyone, what does it say? If you curse your mother or father, you must be put to death. But you've taken this posture, like, that is now saying... These are the only two things I have to do. And so anything else nice that I do for you, we're just going to call lucky. Like, you're lucky that I've blessed you. We'll call that a special gift from God. It's Korban. And so, like, you've missed, like, your heart has turned inside out to what it's supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be the first five commandments of the Ten Commandments are about loving God. And then you've got the rest of it, which are about loving people. You've missed the whole point. It's about loving God and loving people. And you're like... Well, as long as I don't do those two things, if you get anything else nice from me, if you've managed to like wring the rag out and get any sort of pleasantness, it's a gift from God. And Jesus is like, you are, this is missing the point. You're just missing it. Um, And then he does this whole thing about like what makes a man clean and unclean. What is it? So the whole thing about being clean is essentially like, are you blameless and pure in front of the eyes of God or are you not? Um, And what it is that the writer of Hebrews says is like, look, like the blood of lambs and bulls and goats, it actually does nothing to take away sin. That is meant for us to help us understand that God has already forgiven us. Like it's already taken care of. That, like the fact that we're sacrificing stuff is, is something that is helping us understand what it is that God has done. And so the thing that makes you clean or not clean isn't even necessarily keeping all of these laws or not. There are things inside of you that are so broken. Like that's where the uncleanness starts and it comes out of you into like the things that you can see. And clearly the disciples don't get that idea at all because they pull him aside and they ask him about this parable. And he's like, are you so dull? Don't you see that nothing that enters a man from the outside can make him unclean? Like what you eat or what you drink or what it is that like you, I mean, like none of that is what actually makes you good or bad in the eyes of God, because all of your actions come from inside of you. And so he says it does for um, in verse 19, for it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach and then out of his body. So Jesus is literally talking about like, this is the way that a physiological person works. Like, but there's a spiritual being to this. Um, Just as a side note, this is kind of fun. Well, if you're a nerd like me, this is kind of fun. For it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach and then out of his body. Um, So the word, that word heart in Hebrew isn't actually the word heart at all. Um, What it's actually talking about are are your bowels. Um, Because in the Hebrew tradition, um, the seat of your emotions, the place where like your spirit and your soul and your emotional life meet are in your bowels. So if a Hebrew person were to say, like, I love you with all my heart, they would actually say something I love, like, I love you with all my bowels, which is funny. Now, what they have done is they have translated it to mean how we use it. That doesn't actually, like, change the text at all. You know, I just think that's fun. Why not share that? Um, And then Jesus, like, just pushes it down in verse 20 and says, he went on. What comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. 
For from within, out of a man's heart, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside, and those are what make someone unclean. Um, And I think this is where we're seeing, uh, like, Jesus is, like, kind of throwing up a softball. Like, this is why you need me. Um, Because you might even be able to keep all of the law. Like, you might be able to do, it would be, like, unknowingly difficult to keep all 613 Levitical commands all of the time. But maybe you could do that, but it doesn't change your heart. Like, it doesn't, like, because even in the midst of that, even if those things are helping you to love God and to love people, like, there are going to be lots of times when you don't, because you need a new heart. This is one of the things we talked about yesterday. Ezekiel talks about how God takes out our heart of stone and he puts in a heart of flesh. We need a new heart. And so what it is that Jesus actually does is he gives us the ability to enter into the kingdom. But the way that we get in is with a new heart. And the way that he makes that like surgical implant is that he gives us his very spirit. And so we don't have it in us to not be these things that are rumbling around. We don't have it in us. Like maybe like greed is not something you struggle with. Maybe adultery is not something you struggle with or evil thoughts, but maybe sexual immorality or theft or murder. Hopefully not murder. I hope you guys like me. Um, <laughs> malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. Like what, what it is that scripture says, like if, you, if there's any of that rumbling around in you, you're guilty of breaking all of it. Like, we really, really, really need a Savior. Even if we keep all the laws, it's not enough. Like, we need someone to help us out of, like, our brokenness. And because what, what, did I, what I think you see this list showing us um, is oftentimes the thing that we need saving from more than anything else is ourselves. Like, the, the, the person that this kind of stuff hurts more than anyone else is you. Um, and it's not that your sin does not hurt other people. It does hurt other people. Um, but you are, the person who receives the most hurt and the most brokenness from your own sin is always you. Uh, and so what we see here is Jesus like setting up, he, there's, a, there's a move that is coming where he'll say like everything that I'm doing and everything that I'm teaching is keeping with the final fulfillment of what you've heard before. But it's just that this time you're going to be able to do it. Like it's not, because it's not just about keeping the rules Like the rules are simply there to help you live in a way that you could love God and love people because we don't know how to do that well. But what it is that those rules showed us is that even when, this is what Paul says in Romans, he says in Romans 2, even when we know what's good, even when we know it, we don't do it. So we don't have an excuse like I didn't know it. I didn't know what was right or what's wrong or what was good or what was evil. We do know, and even when we do know, and we know very specifically what we should do, we choose not to do it most of the time. So we need help. And so the good news is that we have a Savior. And his name is Jesus.